Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast, Central Campus Edition, featuring Pastor Erica Sievers Brooks. And on this episode, we talk about power. God made us to be powerful people, to walk and live in power. So we ask the question, power, what are you made of? Today is the day that you say, God, I am standing in your power, and from here on out, I will produce. So I said, God, if they like power, if they want power, if they love it, how come we not walking in it? Why? And participate. It's time for our worship and giving. Amen, amen, amen. There are several ways that you can give. Uh, you can give online. You can give by credit, debit card, cash, or cash app. If you give online, you will go to www.newenny.org and hit the uh, giving tab and give to Central Central Campus. Or you can go by cash app. It takes cash app, new uh, dollar sign, New Antioch Central. Or you can give by text. Text the word New Antioch Central to 777, excuse me. 977 or you want to give in person in cash one of our financial representatives will be here can you raise your hand to accept your cash or if you want to give uh, by donation if you haven't received one by now you can get an offertory envelope from one of our sanctuary attendants and they will uh, turn that in at the end of the service thank you amen let us pray over the offering father God we just thank you thank you for everyone that gave today thank you for those that wasn't able to give Father God, we pray that you multiply our giving that you receive from us and accomplish whatever it is that needs that we can, that we can and can't imagine. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. I'll turn you back over to our sanctuary attendants. Pastor, sorry. <laughs> amen, amen. You all, it is Clergy Appreciation Month. Um, and while I'm up, it's also uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so uh, we're going to go pink next Sunday. So you all get ready to go. All of you get ready to go pink on next Sunday. But there's something that, um, where'd my lovely assistant go? Um, there's something that um, we, uh, that happens in, African-American families, y'all excuse me. Okay. Amen, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get something together here. God bless you, everybody. Everybody that's listening by live stream again. Uh, it's Clergy Appreciation Month, and uh, when I was in school, there, there was this thing they had called the Moynihan Report. And the Moynihan Report came out and said that uh, they took a look at black families, and they said that we were run by women. And at that time, there was quite a few high level of African-American families that had men and women uh, in the home, but because it didn't look like the rest of the nation, they said our families were run by women. So we went back and we looked at that study, and what we found was that uh, black marriages had a tendency to be egalitarian, that women and men carried equal weight, but if you look from a patriarchal viewpoint, it looks like the women had too much power 
But that really wasn't what was going on, is that black women and black men tend to do family uh, together more egalitarian. I said that to say this, that New Antioch has got, because you have a female pastor, we got this reputation for being a female-run church, and that men don't do anything here, and the women are running everything, and that is not the case that there are men in this house that stand strong in this house. They're just not on the stage as much. Uh, and I wanted to highlight that for uh, this Clergy Appreciation Month, to highlight the men that you don't see, uh, to let you know the other men that are coming. This is a great church for men of God. We put out great men of God. We put out powerful men of God. Great men of God have been drawn to this church and have been able to deal with having a female senior pastor, and it doesn't take away from their manhood whatsoever. Uh, and so we want to highlight that. We want you to see some of them, and I want to just appreciate some of them uh, this morning. I see a, one, I might be missing a few of them. I was hoping they all would be here today. Uh, but, oh, okay, they're working. That's what you don't see them, but they're working. They're here. I see them. Um, we're going to start off with the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer of New Antioch Christian Fellowship. He has been that for, oh, I'm sorry. Stay right there, Ralph, just a second. That's not where I wanted to start. I wanted to bring our other, <laughs> don't go too far, uh, our other leaders. You still the bomb. You still the bomb. You still are. I wanted to bring up Pastor Kevin to come and stand with me. This is my mic. I'll be on my mic. <laughs> of course, you all see Pastor Kevin all the time. He stands strong. He's going to help me appreciate these men. But what I wanted to also bring up is, um, is uh, Minister Terry. We don't call him first gentleman a lot, but he's the first gentleman. Uh, of our church, and you see them, of course, all the time. I don't know if I like that term or not. I like him to stand on his own. Yeah. And the church is appreciating uh, uh, our some of our leading men today. Uh, but for you, Terry, um, when they bless me, they bless the house. You know, when if churches they have a pastor and a first lady. They just give them one check. So every time y'all bless me, you bless the house. So I didn't ask the church for that for you, but this is from me. We appreciate what you do here, the outreach, the always on the street, every day promoting New Antioch, working throughout the church. So we appreciate you, uh, Minister Terry. No, no, no. So we're going to, we, we, this is the, just the group that's appreciating the men of God, all right? And I want y'all to say, when we get this, I need a picture of this. I want you all to see the men of God. So now, our CFO, there's so much that he does behind the scenes. He's another, he probably works for the church every day. Uh, always there for a phone call, gets everybody paid. My paycheck is always where it's supposed to be. We, we, we pay every bill. New Antioch doesn't miss. But 20 years, we've never missed paying for something. He keeps track of everything. It's so much he does 
uh, that keeps us going. So I only get to, and he does it as a volunteer. Everybody want to get paid up in here. He's never asked for anything, but I always like to bless him uh, during this time. And because he's a CFO, somebody had to take over his job as the director of finance for Central Campus. And Ralph Castle has Yay! taken up that ramp. He is the director of finance here at New Antioch Christian Fellowship. Does his job. I'm not going to make you do those stairs if you want to, but I want you to stay up here as long as you can. He's had a tough year, but he's a tough guy. And that's our director of finance. This young man revolutionized the AV department. You just have no idea. His leadership um, was, has been magnificent in the house. I'm so excited about what God may do with him next. But he is a leader extraordinaire. You just heard him this morning, Mr. Isaac Brown. I mean, he got it. He had it tight back there. Yeah. Procedures, policy. Uh, we just appreciate your leadership in the house. Uh, this is one of our new leaders, but I, all of us are enjoying. He took up a mantle for the house of Antioch to uh, deal, to just really revolutionize our music department. He is our new music director, and he's done an amazing job. Mr. Keith Winfield, come on up. Happy birthday, Keith. He's supposed to be out doing his birthday, but his musician got called away. Uh, and he, he's yeah. just responsible. This man, we don't have the money to do what he's, you know, this, this guy got like gold records, platinum records and stuff. He's a big deal. We don't have the money to do what, what he needs done, so he just throws the money in himself. We need another organ. He bought it himself. He don't want us to tell all the stuff he does, but there, there's some things that we could not afford, and, but he knew he had a level of excellence he wanted to have for the church, so he, he gives up part of his salary. He, this is an awesome leader. You all, we want to appreciate Mr. Ken Winfield. Another leader at our church that's just behind the scenes, but he is an amazing leader. He makes hard work fun, and that is that food bank on Saturday. He he supports his wife. He they are co-leaders. Mr. Keith Jackson is doing more for the community than all of us. We appreciate you again. I'm on these guys about their health. I fuss about it all the time, but. Get up here the best way you can. I want them to see you. Come on to this side if you can. Mr. Keith Jackson, these are the leaders. These are the men that are leading at New Antioch. You all need to see them and know them. And one of our long-term uh, leaders that's lead all over the house, this stuff in here just don't happen by accident. The lights don't stay on by accident. The stuff that the, the toilet's running and the repairs and, and all of this stuff, this young man has not only taken care of this building, he's also been on the trustee board. He, he's all over the place, but he really runs a lot of the day-to-day -to, -day to keep us going. That is none other than Washington Thompson, the head of facilities of New Antioch Central Campus. 
Yeah, he too cool to rush up here, girl. And I always look good. Clean as the board of health, always. This is another main leader of our house. This is the leader of our safety team. There's so much that goes on, and you all don't know that behind the scenes, he keeps things easy around here. And he has, uh, and now he, he, he got another job being married to Shannon. So he's here all the time. I think he's the assistant office manager now. <laughs> That's a job right there, though. No. Assistant office manager now. Anything she does, he is right here to support that because she runs the church every day. Uh, but our safety team leading those men and women that are on our safety team, it's been a job during COVID, uh, and he has done the job. Let's appreciate our safety director, Mr. Ken Gray. Yeah, this got to go on the 20th anniversary booklet. If you needed a move in, let's get a good shot. And then we have one more, and there are a lot of men that do things. I just wanted you to kind of see that, that this is a church for men. Men, we need you. We need your leadership. And there is male leadership in the house. And the other one, uh, there are also some preachers and teachers. A lot of our men, they got ordained and started their own ministries and churches and stuff. But we still have some great men of God that are preaching and teaching here in the house. And one of those great teachers that's teaching, that's leading our men's a fellowship a Bible study that's leading the men's community group is an excellent man of God in the word of God. And that's none other than Dwayne Jackson. Get some of you, I didn't know y'all had these guys doing all this. Absolutely we do. So again, these are the leaders of the men that are leading departments here. And I just look good, don't it? Amen. So we're going to ask Brother Pastor Kevin if you would pray for this sin and Minister Terry, if you would pray for this sin. Let's bless them. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for the men of God. We appreciate their leadership in the house. God, let them lead other men. God, for every man that's on this stage, God, let there be 10 men following each one of them. God, raise us up an army of men of God to do the background work, to do the heavy lifting, to do the things that we we need in the ministry, out of the ministry, in the outreach. God, in the name of Jesus, bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand be with them. Keep them from evil and keep evil from them. Multiply them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you all for letting us have that time to appreciate these men of God for clergy appreciation. But the praise team is coming with, uh, uh, you know, with the men that have hung out with this praise team. Uh, Albert is out there and James is on the stage. We have, you see them, and I wanted you to see the rest of them, but I appreciate them to the utmost as well. Um, God bless you. Let's praise God here in his house. Hallelujah. in power. Amen. Let's give God a hand praise this morning. You guys stuck in there with us. 
Amen. It's just right to let people know, amen, when you see them and, and when you appreciate the work that they are doing for God. Amen. We got a real simple word this morning. And it, it was so simple, I feel like I tripped over it a little bit, Kev. I, uh, my husband's like, oh, my God, just go to sleep. And I'm like, you know, like, could it, could it be this simple? It could all be so simple. But you'd rather make it hard. Loving you. No, I ain't going to do that to you. <laughs> uh-huh. I know some of y'all ain't been saved the whole time. I like it because I ain't been saved. <laughs> Woo. Amen. Let's stand. Let's stand. I'm so glad. Amen. New Antioch folks, I love y'all. Amen. Y'all let me be myself. That ADHD brain faithy be going sometime. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you, and I appreciate God for it. Let's go to Ephesians in the Amplified Version. Ephesians 3, verses 16 through 21. Let's read that together. It's on the screen. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with what? Through his spirit, Holy Spirit in your inner self indwelling your innermost being and personality so that verse 17 so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith and may you having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love be fully capable comprehending with all the saints God's people the width and length and height and depth of his love Fully experiencing that amazing endless. Now, we could have just stayed right there and gone home, right? Verse 19. And that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through uh-huh, throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's, that's good to me, of his presence in your lives completely filled and flooded with God. Him. Ooh, that's good word. Oh, I got some believers in the house. Verse 20. Now to him a familiar passage who is able to carry out his purpose and do so more than all we dare ask or think infinitely beyond your hopes and dreams according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever Amen. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly according to the power that works. How many of you know that we have power? Our topic this morning is hashtag power. What are you made of? What are you made of at this time our, our middle school and high schoolers are able to go out we got a couple people that are going out that way 
power. What are you made of? Now, I, I remember this nursery rhyme, and I don't know, maybe I grew up in a different place. My husband didn't remember this, and he's just a, you know, just a couple days younger than Nick. But there was a nursery rhyme that said, what are little boys made of? Oh, who's singing that? Y'all know that? Yes, what are little boys made of? Snips and snails and puppy dog tails. That's what little boys are made of. Not in 2021, huh? What are little girls made of? Sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. What are people of God made of? Oh, y'all stop singing, huh? What are you made of now this song came about in 1820 and it was commonplace for little boys to play outside and little girls to play inside little boys to learn how to do what was considered manly manual labor and little girls learn how to cook and bake it came about when boys played with dogs and insects and snippets that's what the snips are they're snippets that they would keep in their pockets and little girls were found in the house cooking and baking and participating in activities that were nice and nurturing sugar and spice and everything nice that's what little girls were made of what are people of God made of and that's what I've been tasked to ask you on this morning and just to, to, to jog your, your memory for who you are. What are people of God made of? Snips and snails? And puppy dog tails? You the Christian that, that go out and, and it's just, it's, oh, you all out, you, why you, it's, it's just out there like that. You just, you out in, in the streets, you in them streets, you doing that thing. Or are you made of sugar and spice and everything nice? You don't hardly ever want to offend nobody. You stay real quiet and I'm just doing. And what are people of God made of? Well, sometimes it depends on the day. And sometimes it depends on who I'm with. Oh, okay. So now y'all act up. Sometimes it depends on the day and it depends on who I'm with. If you catch me early in the morning, right after I prayed, you're going to get the sugar and spice and everything nice. But around six, seven o'clock in the evening, when I'm done with my day and I haven't talked to God since the morning, you might get some snips and some snails. What are people of God made of? God has called us to a life of power. Power. Do y'all? Power. Power, Lord. Power. I started to see y'all, boy. Power. My question is, are you really walking in power? What? are you walking in who are you what you are is based on what you have working in you what do you have in you what are you made of here's how God said it to me he said are you a beast or are you busted 
I was like, we don't talk like that, God. He said, no, are you a beast or are you busted? What are you made of? Are you competent and capable or are you caught up? What are you made of? Are you making it happen or are you hiding? God told me to ask you this morning, what are you made of? Are you powerful or are you pitiful? Are you a pitiful Christian or are you a powerful Christian? There's something about power. Power is something that most everybody wants, but not all of us have. Power has presence and it commands attention. We call people in experience powerful when they capture our attention, when they have influence over us, when they impact us, when they interrupt what we're doing. We have given somebody or something power. So I struggle with this a little bit because power and strength and then, you know, there, there's so many different kinds of power. There's political power. There is, you know, assumed power. There is power that you take. And it's just so much, you know, we talk about physical power and electrical power. And that's kind of where we're going to, that's kind of where God had me stay at today. But I want to encourage you this morning to walk in power. So the question is, what is power? I read a whole bunch of good stuff, honestly. Google, right? Pastor told us, you know, look it up. But God had me sit real quiet, and he spoke four words to me that he said is the definition for power, and they are pure, consistent strength that produces. God said power is pure, consistent strength that produces Pure. What does it mean to be pure? Unmixed and not tainted. Real simple. God said his power isn't mixed with anything and it's not tainted by anything. Pure and uh, pure, unmixed, not tainted. Y'all like pure water? Some of us, some of y'all like a little something in your water. Bigger than that, y'all like a good strong drink. Just give it to me straight, no chaser. That brown liquor. Y'all, come on. Y'all was with me a minute ago when we was all. All right. Pure. So power, one of the ingredients of power is to be pure. The next ingredient is consistency. New Antioch, God has called us to a place that requires us to stand in power. And in order to stand in power, we got to be consistent. God said, I can't have cock depend on anybody these days. Are you reliable with God? What does it mean to be reliable? What does it mean to be consistent? It means to be reliable, to be orderly and unchanging. If God gave you a prayer time of seven o'clock, if he's sitting there, will he, will you make it there? Or will you leave him sitting in a place of prayer and devotion by himself? Are you reliable? Are you reliable? Some of us really are. We're just not reliable with the right stuff. God can absolutely depend on you to fall asleep through your prayer time. 
you're reliable. I can absolutely guarantee you if I bring him in and he look like this and he say that and he smell like this and he give me that, that I'm going to fall for it every time. Are you reliable? Better yet, what kind of reliable are you? Consistent. God said, I'm looking for people to walk in power that will do it no matter what. That's power. No matter what, you can depend on me. God, if it throw me to the left, then I guess we sitting over here to the left. If it throws me to the right, we're going to the right. But one thing I'm going to do is stand and be consistent. Pure, consistent strength now this is what we mistake we a lot of times we use power and strength interchangeably but there is a difference strength is the ability to withstand force can you stand will you maybe that's the better question will you stand every time something happened you're gonna fall every time Every time you go to Walgreens, you're going to buy those Mike and Ikes. Every time. I'm going to come down your street. Every time they throw that chicken up, you're going to eat that chicken. Every time. Every time they roll it up, put it in the pipe, you're going to go for it. Every time. Every time you stressed out, you're going to go to the bottle. Every time. Every time she walk by, you're going to look at it and touch it and play with it. Every time. Where is your ability to withstand the forces that are coming against you? Are you standing in power? Y'all came to play hopscotch and the devil came to play with. The devil ain't playing with you. He is going to entice you, and when you are drawn away by your own lust, it will cause you to die. The devil didn't come to play with you. Some of y'all ain't never been God, I see. Y'all ain't never been God. You ain't never been enticed, and, and, and it just look real good, and they just say it just right, and, you know, you just, you, and before you know it, you know, you didn't, you You didn't woke up and this ain't your bed. You didn't woke ah, uh, you didn't looked up and thank you. Uh, <laughs> somebody gone in here all of that. We're not standing for anything and we're falling for everything. God said, I am calling for a people to walk and live in power, strength, some fortitude, have some capacity sometimes. Y'all can't take nothing. She didn't say hi to me. On where's your capacity at? Where is your capacity? Pastor called all them men up here in church, and I've been here every Sunday. And where, come on, where is your capacity at? 
Well, I come down to the church all the time and I'm doing this for free. Y'all ain't paying me enough. Where is your capacity at? Man, God got me out here some kind of way today. Where is your capacity? Where is your strength? I only want to do it when I'm getting something for it. That is a weak, immature way to live this life. Ain't no power in that. Ain't no power in that. What are you made of? Snips and snails and puppy dog tails. What are you made of? Housewives and Boone's Farm. They don't do that no more, huh? Housewives and Hennessy. There we go. What are you made of? When the going gets tough, you get going. Can't nobody depend on you. I can't have cock come. I can't have a bad day because you always have a bad day. I can't have off because you always calling off. I can't be on the altar because it ain't no more room because you stay spread out because you ain't living right and you don't know how to do it on your own. Where is your strength? Your strength is found in your God and your God should be found in your life. But he ain't nowhere. Strength. We're supposed to be talking about power. Strength. So you got pure. You got consistency. You got strength. This all makes power, right? The last piece of strength is to produce. Now, this is what makes the difference between being strong and being powerful. Because I guarantee you everybody in here is strong in one aspect or the other. You're strong just because you're not, you know, everybody don't see you and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you who, who let, let, I'm going to put you on blast, Miss Ruby. Miss Ruby got some serious strength. If y'all ain't never been here on Saturday, yeah, look at that. That's right. Give it up for her. She'll make you some extra special later, you know. I got a chance to talk to Miss Ruby in our, in our community group, shameless plug for community groups, right? And I found out how strong she really was because there's so much more to her life outside of the food bank. There's so much to her life outside of the food bank. And despite all the family stuff she has going on, every Saturday there is a boatload of people here being fed by a woman who stands behind the scenes in power. She's producing. She is producing. Are you producing? What does it mean to produce? It means to cause something to happen or to come into existence. So it's more than just being strong. Have y'all ever seen a big old burly strong man who wouldn't lift a chair? That's a waste of strength. 
if you're not producing, what use are you? What good does it get? What good are you if God has given you a gift and you're not producing? There's no power in a strong person who don't do nothing with it. Oh, like that, huh? Y'all gonna do me like that? You ain't no good. I got a house to go to, Randy. You got the you you got. You ain't no good if you're walking around here with the gift, a talent that God has given you, and you're not producing. Shame on you, you powerless buff person. You know, you say it in that mask for me. You standing around with all this muscle and all this strength and all this gift and all this experience. God has delivered you from an addiction and a life of crime. And you sit on that seat with your sorry self. Man. What are you producing with the strength that God has given you? What are you doing? You're walking around powerless. All them muscles. And you sitting down. You strong for no good reason. Doing nothing with it. Unless... You lifting stuff in your flesh. Unless you're using it for your own vain glory. Unless that gift that God has given you, you're making people pay for it. Unless that gift that God has given you, you use it in the shower. Unless you strong for no good reason. God deserves Every ounce of gift, calling, experience, and deliver, deliverance that he's placed in your life. He deserves it. He deserves it. Let me get off y'all. So, power. Power consists of. Power is the untainted, reliable ability to withstand force and cause something to happen. The untainted, reliable ability to withstand force and cause something to happen. We consider people powerful when we see them doing something that we either think we can't do or we have simply decided that we won't do. Because it takes more effort than we're willing to give. God said there are too many people sitting in the house that are admiring the power of someone else. Oh, they so strong. Pastor Kevin, he always get up there no matter what's going on. He is so strong. He powerful. That's a powerful man of God. And you go back and you sit with your word in your private place and you don't do anything with it what are you producing God said I am looking for people to produce today is the day that you say God I am standing in your power and from here on out I will produce so I said God if they like power 
If they want power, if they love it, how come we not walking in it? Why? Why? Why do we lack power? Why? Why do we have power sometimes and other times we don't? Y'all ready for it? Why do we lack power? Put this on the screen for me, if you will, Miss Raquel. Amen. God said the first problem is that you're not connected. You in and of yourself do not have any power. Have you ever had a TV that was unplugged? You can't watch the game. It ain't no good for the reason it was created because it's not connected. You are no good for what you were created for because you're not connected. If you're wondering why you don't have power, here's your answer. Because you sitting up disconnected. Can't have no power if you're not connected. Because guess what, Kev? In and of myself, I couldn't do any of this. I just accidentally ran into a building that God blessed me with. I was on my way somewhere else. But because I'm connected, I made a mistake that God still made work for my good. Are you connected? You can't walk in power if you're not connected. So, here's the other reason why you lack power. Next picture. These are nice pictures, huh? Put that one on that big screen if you can, Raquel, because guess what? This is so many of us. When I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> you are half cock connected. I wish I had a professional word or a word that sounded really nice, but that's what it is. You are, put that back up. You are half cock connected. You don't have no power. You can't get no power like that. You might get, get a Y'all know what that That's what y'all be. Oh, Jesus. And you in the church house. But at home, you all broke, busted, and disgusted because you live a life half cock connected. You got to call somebody else to pray your loved one through because you're half cock connected. You better lay hands on them and talk to the God of your salvation and say, God, heal them, deliver them, and set them free. I'm going to tell y'all, this is easy when you ain't doing nothing. Actually, here's a harsh reality. This is probably more dangerous than not being connected at all. Because this right here, it's a little bit of fire somewhere up in here. And you just playing and you... Oh, you're just playing. And here, I'm going I'm to I'm present like I'm in, but I'm really out. God is not to be played with. 
Your gift and your calling is not to be played with. Do you guys understand that in the blink of an eye, the things that God has made for you can be taken away? I don't know about you. I, there was a time that I had gone through something so tough that I couldn't even sing. Matter of fact, I didn't even realize that I wasn't singing. And I sing all day, every day. In the middle of the night, I will get up and go to the restroom humming. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I ain't know all that. Don't tell everything I do in my sleep, you know. <laughs> but there, you don't want to play with God and get yourself to a place where you're half in and half out. This right here will cause a power surge. This right here can cause some electrical volts to go through something and, to, and to, it'll cause more damage. Do y'all understand that? Whew. Say it again. It'll cause a fire. Not one that burn up everything in you, but it'll burn up all your stuff. You don't want to live a life where you're half cock in and half cock out. Here's what I need y'all to understand. God is with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, every thought you have, every conversation you have, everything you're doing, everything you're not doing, everything you should be doing, God does not live only in the house of God. He lives with you. What would you do if you could see God watching you? If you could see God watching you, man, oh man, I just had some flashbacks of some stuff I did in front of God. That's, ooh. Men and women of God, the power to live and to have what God has ordained for you to have is found in your connection. Man. Here's the other thing. You ready for my next picture? This is actually kind of funny. Now, <laughs> get your life. <laughs> all right, all right. Give me a debit card. Give me a debit card. Now, here's what God showed me. We lack power because God said we have too many other devices plugged in. You got the Apple and you got the Android and you got your laptop and you got your desktop and you got the music and you got the speaker and you got your fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got your fan and you got, what else? Let me see what else. Oh, uh, 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 you got the, uh, the lamp plugged up and because you're doing all your stuff on Zoom, you got the circle light plugged up and, and I'm going to keep my, I'm going to turn around right here. And you got your friends plugged up and you got your boo plugged up and you got your husband plugged up. Yep. In the same power you got. <laughs> Y'all be playing. You got your habits plugged up. You got your history plugged up. 
You got your cigarettes plugged up. You got your alcohol plugged up. You got your kids. Oh, my goodness, if they're young adults, you got a several plugs for them folks. You got your grown kids plugged up. You got your friends' kids plugged up. You got your work plugged up. You got your health plugged up. Do y'all understand? You lack power when all of that stuff is plugged into you and you haven't connected to the creator of this universe. You have got to connect to the spirit of God. You got the church. You got the ministry. You got no power. So let me tell y'all what I told God. I was like, God, I know, I know I have a lot of stuff plugged up, but I don't look like that. Raquel, show them what I look like. This is what I look like. Because God, you call me to a lot of different stuff, so I don't look like that, but I look like this. It ain't no difference. It's still a whole bunch of stuff. See, that's plugged up and you still open for other stuff to be plugged up to you because you have not realized that you are not your source. You are not your source. You are not your source. You ain't the reason that you're doing what you're doing in this here life. You, I'm, you are not the reason that you're doing this well in this life. It is the gift of God that he has blessed you and given you favor in the land. And you're plugging all kind of stuff up to it. Here's what God told me. You are attaching me to some tainted stuff. You're attaching me. Go back to that one that's kind of half cock plug, the half cock plug. I'm going to call that the half cock plug. You are attached to me in this. God said, if it's a lot of stuff, if it's no stuff, if it's a little bit of stuff, if you have cock plug, God said, I am asking you today to purify what I've placed in you. Too many other devices. You have too many devices. Do y'all hear me? We, as people of God, have too many devices. And I'm not talking about an iPad. I'm talking about the things you go to instead of going to the real source. I'm talking about going to a conversation. I'm talking about going to a substance. I'm talking about going to a person instead of going to the rock of your salvation. When you have too many connections God said the voltage drops the voltage drops I wish I had Randy's one the voltage drops you lose power when you have too many other things connected God is your source and like pastor said earlier having power doesn't said in a different way it doesn't happen accidentally this church doesn't run accidentally you don't left COVID has happened it's still happening and you came back and the lights are still on that wasn't an accident 
So how do we keep power? One simple thing. Stay plugged in. You got to stay plugged in. I think I got one more picture. Stay plugged in. And this is what you do, you all. This is so simple, and we say it maybe every week. But the way to keep power is to pray, read, worship, fast. And here's something God added. He said, stay with the right people. God said, stay connected to the right people. The way to keep power is to pray, read, worship, fast, the, the F word that don't nobody like, even though we like the other F word, you know what I'm saying. Pray, read, <laughs> worship, fast, and stay with the right people. Birds of a feather really do flock together. Birds of a feather really do flock together, like for real and not for play. So if everybody you hang around prays, <laughs> maybe you're a prayer warrior. If everybody around you is half cock connected, maybe you are half cock connected. If everybody you hang around is sleeping around, birds of a feather flock together. I ain't never seen a man go on the football field with a basketball uniform on. Because birds of a feather flock together. All the fellas that play basketball, uh, play football, go to football practice. All of the fellas that play basketball and the women that play basketball go to basketball practice and they show up dressed for the game. Who are you hanging around and what do you have on? Birds of a feather flock together. Are you an eagle hanging out in the chicken coop? Uh-huh. It's hard, but th that's how, and God said that, like, what are, you, what are you doing, like, for real and not for play? Who did God call you to be? Because you need to be hanging around the people that have the same gifting and calling as you. It don't make no sense that you're the only one saved at the club every week. It don't make no sense that God called you to pray and intercede and you're the first one to light it up. For real, y'all, God is taking the covers off because we have played too long. You've been living half cocked too long. God said, be connected, stay connected, and get around people that are doing what I've called you to do. Get with people that I've called you to be with. Birds of a feather. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting at New Antioch Central at 779 77
a personal prayer, let us know because we don't want you to leave here and not have what you need from God. But there is power that God has called you to, a power in your life, a personal power that helps you overcome stuff that people may not even know or understand about.